Hello and welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. My name is Julie Hogbin and I am the creator of the three weekly episodes that are produced. Wealth Wednesday, the A to Z of business on Friday and a longer content piece or interview on a Monday. If you like what you hear, please share this podcast if you think it would support and help somebody else. things have happened over the last week or two which has really got me thinking about respect and what it means and where it comes from and do we earn it or can we demand it or do we give it without any repayment and it's really got me thinking about respect and I thought I would do a an article on it which will be on LinkedIn if you want to go and see the hard written copy but I also thought I would do a podcast episode on it because it is such an important subject. What is respect? What does it mean? Where does it come from? How do we show it? Do we receive it? So much when you think about respect. And again, if you have any questions on any of this, please contact me across any of the social media platforms, message me and I'll, I will be more than happy to respond. So let's have a look at respect. Respect is a way of being towards something or someone. You can show respect to objects, you can show respect to times, you can show respect to people, to teams, to businesses or products. And of course, what we cannot forget is perhaps in most senses, the most important thing you will ever show respect to, and that is yourself. So let's first look at the definition of the word and where it originates from. Definition of respect is to feel or show admiration for, to regard as being worthy of admiration because you believe they have good ideas and good qualities. You have a high opinion of someone or something. And an interpretation from the mid-16th century, so this is not new, is to treat with differential regard or esteem, regard with some degree of reverence. Now, they aren't really the words we would use in the 21st century, but it is not a new subject. It is not a new emotion. It is nothing new. And this is where I very often say this is about connecting the dots and creating the links to make the thing live for you, for your business, for your life, whatever it is you're doing. So a point to make at this point is that you can have respect for something or someone and not agree with them and not agree with it. You can have respect for someone and not like them. The feelings do not have to be mutually positive. The word respect comes from the Latin respectare, which means to look back at, to regard, to consider. Therefore, respect involves devoting time and energy to seeing something clearly, which means not through a filter of one's interpretations, biases, assumptions and judgments, which of course then links to how you can respect something or someone and not agree. You put the emotional context aside and you take an objective view of the subject, whether that's a person or a thing. Respect involves noticing and listening 
and being willing to look at something or someone again rather than rely on first impressions. And of course, first impressions count on your ability to do that until you know about putting your biases aside. Have a listen to the judgment of people's common errors from a week or so ago. That will give you far more information on biases. Respect is a relation between a subject and an object in which the subject responds to the object from a certain perspective. And here's a simple fact. A person who respects something perceives it differently from someone who doesn't. Pure and simple. Respect is the acknowledgement of the power of something other than yourself to demand, command or make claims on your attention. So you give time and energy, you listen and you understand. To your deference. When you respect something, you give it a consideration and that is not about putting yourself first. And your valuing, so how much value you attach to something or someone, how much worth you attach to someone or something. And conduct, when you show respect, you take appropriate behaviour to demonstrate the respect. So let's have a look at respect of someone. Respect involves deference. And in the most basic sense of the word, self-absorption and egocentric concerns give way. And you demonstrate respect for others by having regard for people's feelings, accepting and celebrating difference, taking notice of people, caring for others, listening to and valuing other people's opinions, treating others with courtesy and dignity, Avoiding violation of and interference in another's rights. Never intentionally ridiculing or embarrassing others. Not needing to be right all the time and affirming them. So let's have a look. Is respect due to all or does it need to be earned? Some argue that respect is something that must be earned and others argue that respect is due to all regardless. Some would say that people are not inherently worthy of respect. They must act in such a way as to deserve it. And some people would say that all people, regardless of anything other than being human, are deserving of respect. What it does mean is that we all perceive respect and what it means from our own viewpoint and position. Ultimately, to disrespect Disrespect yourself or anyone else is a slippery slope to something else. Contempt, disdain, derision, mockery and ridicule spring to mind. We will all have our bias and choice as to what we respect in life, both someone and something. And it will be different from one to another. And there will be a, and there will be general commonalities. And I'm sure if we studied the subject in enough detail to do a huge survey we would come up with common commonalities but what this means is that respect can be accorded to people in differing amounts depending on how much respect they have earned or have the right to claim and people tend to accord varying amounts of respect to people based on several different factors and here are some that factor in by no means is this an exhaustive list it's the one I came up with without too much thought and process. So age, financial resources, experience, expertise or talent. So somebody's knowledge, 
their family background, their bloodline or their heritage, their class, the position, the seniority of their title, their sex, their race, disability or sexuality, opinion or admiration of a particular way of being. Now that list can clearly be longer and I would ask you to think about what you respect as it will affect your action towards others and objects and yourself. Respecting yourself before all others as without you respecting you, what happens? Potentially, you're devalued. You do not achieve what you can, so what your potential is. You are influenced by others who may not have your best interests at heart. You allow yourself to say yes when no is the answer. You remain in jobs that do not serve. You remain in relationships that do not serve. And you do things that are not respecting of you. Sex, lies and colluding with wrong is a, clearly a, a whole other list to add to that as well. What we choose to respect is absolutely our choice. And with the right to choose as an individual comes a responsibility to acknowledge that others have the right to choose as well. Now, what does that mean if you're working with others? It means that a conversation and agreement need to be made so that boundaries are not trampled all over and disrespect is shown unintentionally. And just some very simple expectations and thoughts. What name do you wish to be called? How close do you wish people to be to you? So proximity. How do you wish people to talk to you? And what do you wish to be respected for? Now, that are, those are a few thoughts to kickstart a thought process. And of course, it's so much deeper than that. And in, in a working environment, in a business relationship, there is so much more. Having the conversation up front allows these things to not create conflict and potential disagreement further down the line. Age in the past has, dis has demanded respect, does it today? Years of service have in the past demanded respect, do they today? Titles have in the past been used to show respect, is it the same today? And positions have in the past wielded power, do they today? Things have changed and are changing, and the change is helped when the conversations are had before the problem ensues. Proactivity versus reactivity is the name of the game. And if you feel disrespected, look at what you can do about it. What conversation do you need to have? And alternatively, if you feel respected, tell the person. Give them kudos for their action and respect them. I'm going to tell you a story at this point. Many years ago, I was the recruitment and mentor for a group of management trainees. They were on a year-long programme. And this was back in the day when the organisation that I worked for at the time, dependent on your permission, on your position, you were called Mr or Mrs. It was uh, an organisation that was coming out of an archaic way of being. The directors and senior managers used to have their own dining room that was wood panelled. And I had this group of management trainees one year and the, we had a new chief exec who was younger um, more with it, if you like, for want of a better phrase. And he, he was always called Mr. I won't give you his surname. He was always called Mr. And he clearly wasn't particularly happy with it. So he came into the, uh, the training room where I had the group of trainees and he asked their opinion of whether 
they should continue to call him Mr or whether they would call him by his first name, whether he would undo the boundaries, relax the boundaries on names. The trainees were all probably, I'm going to say, maybe 20, 25 years younger than this chief exec. And of course, they all voted for calling him by his first name, which happened to be Peter. So they went from calling him Mr. Surname to being given permission as change agents to call him by his first name, Peter, because there would be a culture change following through, which came from him down, but also, of course, would come from them up, which was an absolutely fabulous thing to do. And as the as Peter walked out of the training rooms, one of the trainees said, bye, Pete, to which you could see a change in Peter's step. You could see him hesitate. You could see him almost want to turn around to say something and he didn't. So a boundary had been overstepped. Of course, there was a conversation with the trainees around what all that meant and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But it's a, it's a classic, things have changed. Now, some organisations clearly change much faster than others. And I'm talking a few decades ago now. Think about what is going on for you in your organisation and in your business. Is the respect being demanded by something or is it being given with due respect? And it's important to note that it's not simply actions that matter for respect. It is the attitudes and values, it is the priorities that lie behind the actions that are morally most significant. So let's just quickly have a look at respect of something. And I do wonder how often respecting something is discussed or written about, and probably not as often as respecting someone. So there is a big place in life of respecting something and what that means. So we can respect or not an object, so, you know, a phone, TV, car, oven, a pair of shoes, an environment, a home or a culture within a business, the environment, the world, nature, plastic usage and disposal, a job, adhering to the company rules and speaking well of your employer. I can tell you another funny story about that as well. Big learning lesson for me. A brand, Apple, Nike or Audi. A product, iPhone, The Remarkable, a company, Amazon, Marks and Spencers, an idea, The World is Round and the 80-20 Principle, a book, Eat That Frog, Stress the Reality. Now, once again, there are many more that can be added to the list and it is a start. Respecting things is as important in many ways as respecting humans and showing respect to something has benefits as well. Things last longer. Loyalty can be rewarded. Discounts are achieved. Money can be saved. Negotiation can take place. Learning takes place. And knowledge is gained. Now, once again, the list can clearly be longer. And I would ask you to think about what you respect as it will affect your actions towards things. And once again, yourself and very possibly your bank balance. So the value of things, all things have a price. And the very purpose of a price is to establish comparative value. Some people will respect things that are more costly than others. And some people will respect things that are less costly. Some people will respect things they have paid for and not respect anything that someone else has paid for. 
Some people will respect things more than more that they have not paid for and less the things they have paid for. There is absolutely no right or wrong and there is absolutely a market for all. And respect is an absolute moving spectrum. One size does not fit all things and all humans. As an episode of the Conscious Leadership Podcast, I truly hope that this has got you thinking about respect, what it means for you, especially for you. So respect self first and then look at how you are distributing respect to the things and the people around you. Are they demanding it or are they earning it? Some people will demand, some you will give respect to because through your interactions with them, they have earned it. Again, an episode on the Conscious Leadership Podcast. If you have any questions, you want me to talk to anybody or in your organisation about this as a subject and what it means culturally and emotionally and the good stuff it can do and the damage it can do when respect isn't reciprocated or implemented or managed or led. However you want to package this up, respect is vital, A, for yourself, B, for the people you work with and C, for the organisation you are either creating or work for. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Conscious Leadership Podcast. If you have any questions, please contact me on any one of the social media channels. I'm on most of them, including Clubhouse and YouTube, and my books are on Amazon. If you would like a topic discussed, please tell me. And if you have found this information useful, please share and please leave a review.